What's going on, guy? What's up, dog? Can you hear me? Well, oh, your my volume's down. There we go, bro. What's up, bro? Nothing much, you know. Good to have you on. For sure, bro. Finally, kind of put a face to like a, a <laughs> crazy fantasy football trade, guy. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. why did you trade Mike Davis to the guy I'm playing this week? I wanted to ask you. I that. Oh, I know, but I like Claypool, bro. I like Claypool a lot, dude. I think that dude. You think is he's a gonna star. be consistent for the rest of the year, though? I mean, right now I'm looking to hopefully just clinch a spot. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. too worried about the playoffs, so I kind of need some more more boom guys, really, than like consistent guys right now, so that I can hopefully try to steal a dub over Sheridan or some of those guys. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I I need a dub so bad this week. It's insane, bro. Your shepherd went crazy, bro. What was yeah. that? I don't know why he was. I think someone let him go. He was on IR. Yeah, that's wild, bro. And Fulgham was having a good game too. Yeah. Wait, do you know what happens like if someone's on IR and like they get healthy? Do you have a certain amount of time before they're released, or can you just keep them? I was wondering how that works. Yeah, I was actually wondering about that too because once they get moved to like once their set is active, I'm not sure if they just go back to a spot on your bench unless you have But what a, if it's full? Yeah, if your bench is full then I do think it it drops, but I'm not totally sure. Yeah. Are you a Warrior fan? Hell yeah, bro. I'm from Are you uh, for real? Oh wait, are you a 49er fan too? Yeah, I'm from the Bay Area, so. Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> wow this yeah. is amazing that's so sick yeah i did bro. not know why i thought uh, for some reason did you go to like a cardinals game or something i saw that yeah, on- bro. well now we're uh, going to uh college out in arizona so oh yes got it what year are you i'm a senior now oh damn okay cool yeah that's yeah. awesome I'm, I'm actually working security for the the uh, cardinals right now oh no way yeah bro it's sick it's just like free games and all that that's awesome. Have you um had any crazy experience? I guess there's really no fans, huh? Nothing yet, bro. Yeah, no fans, nothing like that. So, yeah, that's dope. Well, I'm super excited. I didn't realize tomorrow is like gonna be so early in the morning. Yeah, I know. So I guess my guess is what they want to go prime time for Russia and the Saudis. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. And it's yeah. probably better. He was probably like, I don't want to fight it like. 5 a.m. or whatever they were doing yeah that's the thing because if they want to fight like prime time for us over in uh on yaz island they have to like get up and fight at like 6 a.m in the morning i know that's terrible they probably don't even sleep the night before no i think they 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 train like at night once they get there on fight week and then they sleep during the day so that their sleeping schedule is like ready to go for the fight yeah have you You've basically kind of been into MMA like your entire life, huh? Forever, man. That's pretty awesome. Have you ever done it? Um, I mean, I've done like boxing and stuff before, but there really wasn't any like MMA gyms like mm-hmm. when I was growing up, like in the Bay Area. I can remember like there was a lot of Gracie jiu-jitsu gyms mm-hmm. and stuff like that Um, because that's a pretty like commercialized, you know, jiu-jitsu. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, I haven't done any MMA, but I've I've loved MMA for a long time before uh, before the Connor era, even really before the Anderson Silva era. You know what I mean? Yeah. What got you into it? Because I know for a fact, because like I was into it 
for basically my entire childhood. And then it took kind of a break because I got into baseball and football and stuff. Right. And then when I saw Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo's interview like oh, on Fox Sports, that got me into it immediately. I hated Conor McGregor, but then he slowly turned into my favorite fighter of all time. Yeah, bro. I think that's what really like launched it into the mainstream. You know what I mean? Was it is. For, it's completely different from five years ago, and that's not even 100%. that long. It's so 100%. crazy. For sure. Yes. My dad was telling me about like Tito and Chuck when I was a little mm-hmm. kid. Like he, he didn't watch it that much. Like my family is real big, like, um, like NFL and like basketball fans, like Niners and the Warriors. But, um, I got into MMA, like, cause I always really liked boxing. Like I loved, like, I remember when Floyd fought Oscar De La Hoya, we were watching that. We had like a big family get together for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I started watching MMA, it's like, oh, this is five minute, five rounds, way more entertaining. These guys are throwing elbows. <laughs> like, for sure. I was like, yeah, like, I'm all in. On, uh, yeah. I remember watching my first boxing match that I watched was Timothy Bradley and Manny Pacquiao. And Manny man. Pacquiao got robbed. And I remember everybody was like so mad, like er- athletes and everything. They're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah, I mean, Manny lost to that school teacher. You remember Jeff Horn or whatever? What was his name? I have no idea. I Dude, don't Manny lost him. to a, a school teacher, a legit school teacher, like not even that long ago, like a couple of years ago. So. Really? I yeah. like Manny though. I like boxing a lot. So wait, you watched the Roma fight? Hmm. Yeah, watched I watched. I I literally watched rounds one through four and eight in like ten and, and through twelve. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> Dude, T- uh, Tiafimo, is that how you say his name? Yeah. He is a savage. He Because yeah. there's some guys when I watch boxing, they kind of, even in re- just regular MMA where they low-key, when they get tired, they give up in a way. Right. But he he knew he was in the fight and he didn't do that, even though he For was sure. gassed and he went after it. And that was For sweet sure. to see. Like, I want to tune in and watch him fight, especially if it's on ESPN, like, for free. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Tiafimo... He had a great performance, you know what I mean? And I laughed so hard when you, you said something like he's like the Max Holloway. He, <laughs> he looks man. just like Max. If you squint <laughs> your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really is, dude. Like, he is uh, he's a dog, man. And Loma really is, like, you know, the pound for pound number one, at least on top rank and, like, ESPN's, you know, standards. But uh, I just think Loma, you can't – and the thing about boxing is, like, especially in boxing and MMA, too, really, you can't take, like, those – early rounds off you know what i mean mm-hmm. um because he did he did do that too and it kind of cost him in the end huh right 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 i'd say he let like rounds one through six off hoping that uh tiafimo would gas but the problem is with that is like a guy like tiafimo who's who's trained for 12 rounds you know what i mean he's gonna let his let those hands go for 12 rounds um i definitely think he turned it on but uh, I don't think it was a robbery. Like, I think the right guy won for sure. Mm-hmm. I think the right guy won Yeah, it was close though. The scorecards, it's like every time I hear them read off the scorecards in boxing, I just like scratch my head and I'm like, dude, this is so bad. Like one guy had it like 119, 111. Um, just like, just these blowout scorecards. And it's like, at the same time, it's like, well, Loma, I mean, in my opinion, like just watching the fight, I scored round six through 12 six through 11 for loma you know what i mean really yeah a pretty close fight i just think i think a guy like lomachenko's got to go back to junior lightweight 
You know what I mean? Because those Can guys you are explain big, kind of the boxing to me? Because I don't understand all. Of, so Tifimo has three belts now or two? Yeah. So the thing that the reason why boxing is like it's so much easier to follow like professional MMA promotions is because mm-hmm. it's one, there's less weight classes. You know right. I mean? Yeah. Like, so, you know, there's like a, a round of average of like 15 pound difference between each weight class. Mm-hmm. Uh, the smaller weight classes in MMA, it's like obviously 10 pounds, 55, 45, 35, right. 45. Um, but in boxing, it's just so congested. Like, like, let me put it in, let me put it in context. So you've got world series, UFC, um, Bellator. Back in the day, there was Strike Force and uh, Cage Fighters. You remember that? And and all those like yeah. Euro one one championship. So imagine if like all of those are like American promotions, right? Competing yeah. with the UFC, um, and and they all had belts. They're all recognized. So like that's what the IBO is, the WBO, um, all those like boxing promotions. The reason why there's so many belts and why. Like everybody wants to see them just unify the belts, you know, all these fighters like just yeah. unify. It's because you can have like four champions in one weight class. It's it's kind of hard. It's a lot. Right. It's just so congested. You know what I mean? Right. And so Tyson Fury and Deontay, were they in two separate promotions and they like unified a belt or something? So Fury was the linear champion. So he had he all beat, of them. Uh, yeah, he beat Klitschko. Right. Yeah. He beat okay. Klitschko and won the belt. Um, and then went on hiatus or whatever. Like, remember when he was talking about how he's like had depression and all that? <laughs> yeah. So he His goes body transformation is wild, too. I know, man. I know. It's like honestly one of the greatest boxing sports stories in like the last like mm-hmm. five years. I love Tyson Fury. I think he's great. Um, but you got to remember, Joshua has the other like three belts. So, <clears throat> oh, so now yeah. Fury has Wilder's belt, but if they really want to unify all the heavyweight titles and Joshua and Fury have got to fight here. So got it. Yeah. I, I just get super confused with it. It's like when they say like the WBO and all this other stuff, I'm just like, what even is yeah, this? No, seriously. It's, yeah. so, it's like, it's much easier because you know, even when Dana puts out these interim title fights, mm-hmm. you still know who is going to, you know what I mean? You know, right. like that they're, it's a piece of the title. So like Geishi is going to have to fight, you know, whoever wins an interim title is immediately facing the champion and mm-hmm. boxing. It's like, you can be an interim champion, an IBO champion. And there's no like contract clause that says like, Hey, you are next in line, you know, to unify. So it's definitely, I definitely love UFC and professional MMA more than uh, boxing, but I definitely still love the sweet science for sure. Do you watch any of Bellator? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bellator. Scott Coker is. Um, I mean, he's out of San Jose, so mm-hmm. you know that Bellator. Um, that's kind of like a Bay Area. Okay. Yeah, I've been I've been trying to get into it, but it's just some of the fights, bro. Because I tried to watch Fabian Edwards fight, and yeah. he, him and that one who I forget who he was fighting, uh, but it was a couple weeks ago, and it was kind of a snoozer. Right. The problem is, it's like guys who get cut from the UFC roster like go to Bellator. Mm-hmm. So- watching bellator you're kind of like uh, because i mean they do have some homegrown talent um that's really good i mean michael venom page when he was just like killing everybody he was just like a monster um but the thing is is like the, the thing about bellator is like you almost feel like you're watching like second class mma you know what i mean i don't mean to like be a dick or anything but it's like 
you're almost feel like you're watching like the JB guys. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Dude, when I was watching the one dude that was I interviewed, I w- w- bought his little pay per view thing, and there were amateur fights, and it's literally watching kids. It looks like a schoolyard fight in a way. It because there was this one dude that was like in his mid twenties, and another kid that was in his late teens, and I was <laughs> in the. And I was just like, this is not fair at all. <laughs> like yeah, this poor no. kid was getting like, shipped out of him. I'm like, this is stupid, dude. But yeah. Do you have any um kind of kind of like fights on the prelims that stand out to you? Cause like I in my opinion, I think like Stefan Struver's tie to Ivasa could be a little I don't know, because Stefan Struve hasn't yeah. been most active lately and he hasn't won he's won like one of his last five. And then but like Nathaniel Wood versus Casey Kenny and Alex Oliver versus whoever the heck he's fighting, Shavkat, Rachmanov. Right. <laughs> I think those could be good fights for sure. I mean, I think that they're they're good, um, you know, they're good fights to start to get uh, warmed up into the card. The problem, yeah. I like the sky, skyscraper. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's I mean, sick. I like that guy. It sucks that he had he had some pretty bad losses, but the thing is a lot of people forget about uh, Stefan Strav is that he finished Stipe like a year. Yeah, I was. He, he finished him like 2012, or he knocked yeah. him out. <laughs> yeah, he finished him, and I mean that he's a tall motherfucker, bro. Yeah, he that he's like huge, man. he's like seven feet tall. He's a beast for sure. He's beat like I mean he's lost to Ben Rothwell, Alexander Volkov, who's a savage, Martian Tiberius, and dog, then man. yeah, but tied to Ivasa, he's kind of interesting because like he. Won ten straight and then he's lost three straight in the UFC. But he, for some reason, I don't know. I just have like faith in him too. Like you can't count out some of those, uh, right. like New Zealander and Australian kind right. of guys. They're just yeah. scrappers for sure. He's also had some great performances, mm-hmm. but the Tua Tua kind of falls into that like more of like the fan favorite, um, like fighters. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. with the shoe and shit when he goes out into the and drinks. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't even. What is that even for? Is that I just have a, no idea? It's <laughs> I saw that on Embedded. These guys are like drinking out a beer out of a shoe. I was like, "What even?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did you watch all the Embedded's or what? <laughs> yeah, I do. I try to. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one is um, I rewatched. It was like late at night one night, and I was rewatching the. It was the card with Poirier and Connor, and looking back, it was absolutely stacked. That I forget. Great, I, f- great I, I think card. Eddie Alvarez was fighting Donald Cerrone. Yeah. Um Yoel Romero was on that card fighting I forget who, but it was absolutely I think that was supposed to be the DC John card too. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh really? Was I think it? that's yeah. what the, their their it was either their rematch or their first fight that was supposed to be on that card, but um I uh that was my first Connor fight that I ever saw. Oh really? Yeah. And that yeah. was like just when he was starting to, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. make that that run that he went on. So yeah, unfortunately, my first Conor fight was the Jose Aldo fight. Yeah. But, you know, it's whatever. I kind of hopped on that hype train as soon as yeah. it got, <laughs> got rolling. But, yeah, ever since then, been Conor diehard for sure. And then also, mm-hmm. Alex Oliveira is kind of a sleeper on this card because he's coming oh, off like it. 100%. He's, he's 100%. coming off like it. Probably one of his better victories in um a while against, against uh, Peter Sabata. Yeah, so... So I don't even see him on the main card. Is he no, he's him? not. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Stefan Struve tied to Ivasa, Nathaniel Wood, Casey Kenny, Alex Oliveira, and Shavkat Rachmanov are all of the prelims. 
I mean, when the fourth fight until the main is egg, is Phil Hawes and Jacob, like that guy is four and zero, and Hawes is eight and two. You can definitely see like Dana starting to push some guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, Lord that's what I'm saying. Why, why wouldn't you put Nathaniel Wood and Casey yeah. Kenny in in the pay per view? I don't know yeah. why, but I was so mad that Islam couldn't get a fight. No one wants to fight that guy. Yeah, but man, he's he's fighting fight RDA though. Dagestanis, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. They're fucking animals, bro. Yeah, they're beasts. That's what I. Whenever I'm picking fights now, I'm literally just picking the dudes that have like the Russian last names. <laughs> I don't care about what the other guy's yeah. record is or anything, because usually they'll just say their name and they don't have a picture yet in the UFC. I'm just like, that guy is my guy. <laughs> Well, I know they're doing that. They're finally doing the rematch between Magomed and uh and Yeah. No, dude, that's the funniest stoppage I've ever seen in my life. Ian Kute Lava is hilarious. He was he was um what they call it in boxing, they call it like something he he was you know faking being hurt, you know what I mean? No, yeah, he was pretending to be wobbled and it just tweaked with the ref and he was like <laughs> but yeah. the ref almost got pegged though because he stepped in the middle of e- like eon trying to right. throw bombs i'm like right, what right, are right, you right. doing it was He's hilarious possum like trying to draw him in you know what i mean and then it just gets stopped i'm, I'm definitely excited for that one yeah so do you um, want to do predictions for the main card because like the prelims it's literally a toss-up yeah you yeah. know what i mean yeah, but yeah exactly. all right so starting off i want to with- talk to you after about uh rocky and hamza bro so let's not forget to yeah no yeah for sure that would be that would be i honestly don't know how that would go and we have oh, to talk man. about leon getting pushed out of the rankings yeah, yeah. oh yeah we'll definitely we'll dive into yeah. that all right so magomed ankulev ankulev versus ian kutelaba um magomed's four fight win streak he hasn't mm. really fought like the biggest names and ian kutelaba definitely has a better resume but for he sure. is um for sure. He's lost. Yeah, he beat. He lost to Magomed, obviously. Then he beat Khalil Roundtree, who's a stud. Khalil Roundtree is a stud. Who, who did he fight? Where he absolutely? Oh, was it Eric Anders? Yeah, that he just messed up. He Eric Anders destroyed him, and he's he's an uh, ultimate fighter guy. Mm-hmm. He fought on uh, the contenders. I'm pretty sure too. Like, he's, yeah, I like Khalil. That's Roundtree. another guy. Body transformation. Hell yeah, dude! Hell like yeah. he said when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast or whatever, talking about how he was like smoking and then he just changed his life completely. I'm like, what in the world? But yeah, yeah he's a dog, man. I love Khalil Roundtree. He's so nice. <laughs> yeah, like how can you not root for him? And then he, Eon lost to um, Glover Teixeira and then lost to Jared Cannonier in the uh, 2016 Ultimate Fighter finale. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Who do you got here? So honestly, man, Magomed is so big for light heavyweight, bro. I mm-hmm. mean, that dude is a beast, man. Like, how uh, big is he? Like six? He's, dude, he's tall as fuck, bro. Let me check. Bro, that's something I actually wanted to mention. So the first fight, Joel Alvarez versus Alexander Alexander uh, Yokolev or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're both six three and lightweights. It's ridiculous, bro. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. You got to remember, like, you got to think of guys like Volkanovski who were like two twenty five at one time. No, yeah, that's that's insane too. Like, I guess, like, I don't know. I guess as long as you step on the scales, Dana does not care. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. doesn't care if you're like enormously tall or like super short. Can you explain to me? Because like I've never really understood this. So the weigh-ins, they do they still use like the legit scales? Because like I'm. 
like what's stopping what's like what's stopping like a a weight from being inaccurate because they're using like the measuring scales and stuff. So like old school scale, man, like what? I don't know. Like, I feel like that's kind of lame and stupid though. Cause the doctor could easily just be like, yeah, 155. Exactly. Well, I think honestly, that is kind of like people have like, you know, they've said that that's how it's happened before, but I think it's just the traditional way in boxing does it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just, just kind of like, weird though, because if the, you could easily met, and then they call that guys out for missing weight by like a half pound, it's right. like why can't you just move it over like a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, but, yeah, mean. it's kind of lame. But so Magomed Ankolet, I'm gonna go with the Hulk on this one. I don't it's, know. Honestly, me too. I am gonna have to just because he didn't really get stopped. He was totally still in there and. Yeah, and he's fought some tough guys too. Yes, his resume is a lot deeper. So, yeah, but I, I, Magomed is the 11th ranked light heavy though. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's interesting to me though because he hasn't beat some of the craziest guys yet. Who's his one loss? Is that one loss a UFC loss? I can that- check. What? What's? I I don't know what his overall record is. Let me see. He's 13 so thirteen one. Yeah, he's 13 and one. I don't think he's lost in the UFC. Yeah, okay. Oh, actually, yeah, he lost to Paul Craig in March of 2018. Yeah. So, yeah, he's on a four fight win streak. So, yeah, he did lose in the UFC. I think it's a great fight to kick off the main card. I really mm-hmm. do. I think For it's sure. A great fight. And uh, the diehards have been dying to see that one. Because it's been literally pulled, like, it has been called off so many times from COVID. Right. Right, exactly. But yeah, okay. So Lauren Murphy versus Lilia uh, Shakarova. Yeah, I got Lauren Murphy, man. She's she, a doesn't dog, she have man. clean boxing? Yeah, she's got crisp hands. Like, yeah, she looks good, man. I, I I gotta roll with Lauren Murphy on that one. Okay, for sure. Wait, did they take? Okay, never mind. Because I was concerned because apparently Ian Kutelaba, his one of his quartermen, got tested for COVID, so that fight could fall out again but hopefully it yeah. doesn't because yeah, well, this... sure she had another opponent that pulled out of this card didn't she who uh lauren murphy or was it always oh yeah to... she was supposed to fight cynthia calvillo yeah yeah yeah, yeah. dude could uh, you imagine if they had lauren murphy versus cynthia calvillo and rda fighting yeah um islam magshev that could have been one of the better cards card, ever dude. it would be so stacked but yeah um, okay, yeah, I'll probably go with Lauren Murphy on this one, but I wouldn't be surprised if Lilia does something here. Me neither, yeah. I mean, she's eight and one, like, she's definitely something to, you know. And a lot of these people that have UFC debuts, they're not scared at all. No, yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't seem to matter. And then as for Jacob Malkoon and Philip Haas, probably gonna go with Philip on this one, huh? But who knows? Yeah, I mean, you know, my contender series winner. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, then I'm probably going to roll with Hawes on this. I mean, Malkoon is undefeated, prospect 4 0, but Hawes is yeah. dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's bodied up. Yeah, he's dangerous. He is for sure. And I think he is, the, yeah, he is the favorite. I'm just going to go with Hawes here. It's so tough. There's so many freaking guys, and it's like, so hard to track all of them if they haven't done too much you know what i mean exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay and then these last three fights are absolute bangers because 
Alexander Volkov, he got basically dominated by Curtis Blades because he had no answer for rest for the wrestling. And then Walt Harris, Walt Harris I mean, that's he, was, what he, he beat Overeem until he right. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then Overeem he took him out. out. If he didn't, because it's not like he got like finished clean, cold out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He was just gassed out and wasn't, you know, protecting himself. Volkov and he he was really putting the beating on on Overeem. Like let's call a spade a spade. Like he was putting the work on Overeem. Yeah. And Volkov was Walt Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those. Volkov was stuffing some of those takedowns from Razor Blades, but I'm gonna have to go with <sighs> Volkov. Is such this a one's dog. tough. They're pretty evenly matched here. This one's tough. If it stays on the feet, I might have to go with Volkov though. I do too. Volkov I don't know if Walt Harris person. is he known to use grappling. Walt Harris? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so he's a wrestler, but he also has like one of the fastest knockouts in UFC history at like okay. 15 seconds or something like that. Like he's got power. Yeah, he definitely um, has power in his hands because this is the seventh ranked um, and tenth ranked like uh, heavyweight. So Alexander being seven. I think it was Olenek in like something crazy like. 15. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. he just dist- Alexi Olenek. That man, he's a beast for being is, how man. how for how many fights he has. He's a submission artist, man. <laughs> yeah, he'll just catch you in, and then he's so strong too. Seriously. He looked so good in his last because he fought. Didn't he fight for he fought Fabricio? Yeah. And beat him. But Fabrizio, yeah. he didn't look good, and yeah, he did not look good. <laughs> but his last one, didn't he fight again and look better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who he did, did he fight? Well, he fought. Um... <laughs> Dude, I completely forget. Okay, Alexio Linick fought Fabrizio <laughs> Verdum, beat him, and then Fabrizio. Oh, Fabrizio subbed Gustafson. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. Gustafson's heavyweight debut. Gets yeah. In the first round. That's tough. That is tough, man. But, yeah, tough. I'm probably gonna go with Volkov on this one just because, bro. Yeah. That Derek, that Derek Lewis fight too. That was hilarious. I think Volkov, like, I think he had something crazy, like the second highest, uh, like takedown defense. Yeah, in, until Blades met right. him. <laughs> so I think um, I'm gonna have to go with Volkov if it stays on the feet. If Harris gets a, a decision by control time takedowns, I wouldn't be surprised either, but I'm gonna yeah. have to ride with Volkov right now. For sure. So we've yet to disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Robert this one you never know. Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannon is gonna be I could see this either being a banger or get end really quick. Right, exactly, dude. I totally feel the same way. I'm rocking with the killer gorilla though, ten out of ten. Oh my god, yeah. Dude, Jack Hermanson's a beast, and to beat him says a lot. Because I mean, like it, he he beat like David Branch, and then who did he beat after that? Oh yeah, oh he freaking broke Anderson Silva's leg, yeah, leg yeah. off. And so yeah. I mean, that wasn't like the greatest competition, but then beating Jack Hermanson's like, all right, this guy's kind of legit. Right, right, right. And um, that I mean, he destroyed Branch. I mean, no, was, yeah, it wasn't even close. Um, for sure. He had some good fights at light heavyweight uh, and and some good fights at heavyweight. I think he got finished by Dominic Reyes. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, he he's fought Jan Blahovich and Dominic Reyes, but he's yeah. lost both to both of them. But yeah. still, though, that's a good experience. But undefeated since he's moved down to middleweight. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. just been laying waste to everybody. Um, so 
I think Whitaker could win this fight. Just, oh, he definitely could, for sure. I think he could win it just, like, on point fighting, like mm-hmm. kind of like how he fought Darren, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the days of Whitaker head kick KOing people and, like, destroying people are kind of gone. You know what I mean? You can see that that, that Izzy fight really changed the way that he fights now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Ever since I watched that Till fight, he's way more uh, – he's way more safe. He definitely like tries to play it more safe. Uh, doesn't really take risks as much as he used to. Like if mm-hmm. you watch like the Romero fights back. Yeah. Um, I think he was a little hesitant coming because this was, he had a pretty long layover. Right. Right. Or layoff. So yeah, I think that definitely killer gorilla could knock him out in the second round. Yeah. But who if knows though? To, Whitaker's tough as hell. He is, man. He's a dog, man. He, uh, Whitaker is uh, in his definitely champion caliber. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. percent Cannoneer, though, man. I think Cannoneer's going to touch him, touch him up early. Um, unless Whitaker is able to kind of, you know, keep his distance or stay on the fence. I, I don't know. But I think, I think Cannoneer is definitely going to take this dub, either uh, three minute unanimous or. Uh, or I'm sorry, three round unanimous, or he get, he finishes him. I see a finish. I don't know if this one goes the distance. His cannoneer, he wants that title shot bad, and I think he's just gonna run through whoever. Dude, him and Izzy will be so interesting. If that'll be a banger of a fight, because dude. cannoneer, I he's not scared, and he's to not go gonna on. just stand there like Yoel, and he's not just going to taunt his way into a leg kick like Paulo Costa did. So, dude, Paulo Costa, that was probably one of the more disappointing fights i've ever seen in my entire life he was talking about how he wants an immediate rematch and i totally agree I'm, with dana i was like what immediate rematch how can you eat it you has to be like competitive for a yeah. rematch right yeah, no, <laughs> but, yeah. That again. now that you lost that oh you know what i mean like it was great because you guys are both undefeated it's like these two undefeated you know contenders but it's not like it's not like paulo costa really had the greatest resume or had the cleanest victories. Yeah. I thought he lost Yoel Romero, and I think a lot of people would agree with me on that. Yeah, and he was I talking his way like, I'm going to destroy Israel. It's like, dude, you right. barely scraped out a victory against the guy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's no, I, it, and I think what a lot of people don't realize is Izzy's a lot bigger than, you, than you'd think. Yeah, about. and stronger. Yeah, he's sure. a lot bigger. I could actually, I'm starting to be able to see um, the, that kind of, potential 205 Izzy if he did decide to move up I can kind of see it a little bit better now like I definitely think that he could he could move up um it's just with this whole thing with John just no way in hell he beats John yeah no way no way John the thing is with him he's he'll just bore the crap he doesn't really care he just wants the dub so he's just gonna take Izzy down and just beat the crap out of him and that's what would happen if he fought Francis Ngannou too yeah. I think so. I think Ngannou, I, de- I definitely think that fight is a lot more interesting. Francis For sure. Ngannou. I think that fight's a lot more interesting because uh, I need to see, the only time I've ever seen John at heavyweight weight was when he was in submission underground with Dan Henderson. He was a big boy there. He was, he was huge, man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he I know what you're talking massive, about. massive, bro. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I've ever seen him like at heavyweight, uh, like weight, but... I definitely think, like, listen, the thing about Francis is if he touches you, you're done, dude. If he well, touches you. With Rosenstrike, he literally just, he didn't even wind up. Yeah. He just went like, 
and it just cleaned his claw. The thing is, is the sloppiest thing you've ever seen. Like his chin's out, and he's just going <laughs> But the thing is, is if he connects with you, it's done, man. It's over. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. And he's the nicest guy too. And he just like in the post fight interviews, he has the softest, kindest voice. But he's yeah. an absolute killer. It's insane. But yeah, definitely going with Cannoneer. That man's bodied up too. He is, dude. He looks good. He looks ready. I was watching the embedded. He's really into like spiritual shit and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, he is. Did you did you see the one the last embedded or maybe it was two ago when um Diego Sanchez was fighting and he's doing all of his stretches and yoga in the airport? <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad for Diego Sanchez, bro. <laughs> that dude is taking just, so much. He needs to stop. Yeah, he needs to stop. When he yeah. fought Michelle Pereira. It was just a bloodbath. And then he decides to take the dub because he needed him while he was on the ground and stuff. I was like, good for you, dude. But still, I think I would definitely take that easy way out, too. (laughs) Like, yeah. All right. right. Here we go, man. Here we go. So, for the main event, probably one of the most interesting matchups maybe ever in the UFC. Hands down. Hands down. So, yeah, just do you want to talk about it for a little bit? Because I yeah, still yeah, yeah. I don't know it. who's gonna take this. Okay, so I'm just gonna kind of I'm gonna run you through my thought process on it, okay? Okay. The Geishi uh goes to the UFC, right? Right. Loses, I'm pretty sure is like not his first two fights, but like two out of his three first fights he loses to Eddie Alvarez and uh and Dustin. Dustin. Um which is I can, it's nothing to hang your head about. No, I mean, those are, those are two. I mean, at the time, those were, those were two kind of world-class fighters. Dustin's obviously a world-class fighter, um, but it was really more in his style. His, you know what I mean? His mm-hmm. kind of fan pleasing style. Uh, right. where he puts himself in danger like that. Mm-hmm. If you're, t- if we're talking about styles, cause styles makes fights, right? Mm-hmm. You've got Geishi who training with Trevor Whitman, right? Yep. Like, look at Khabib's last fight against Dustin. Dustin, American top team, a lot of good wrestlers over an American top team. Couldn't stop. Could Just couldn't stop Khabib. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Could not get up from off the just ground. Couldn't, couldn't get up. <gasps> I know. I just saw that. I just saw that. Just saw that. <laughs> this is that December 19th card, too, bro. Oh man, I'm so hyped! Oh my god, we couldn't have done this at a perfect time, my guy. Shout out Ariel for dropping this on me right now. Oh my! Set to cap off 2020. Who else is on that December 19th card? I have no idea, bro. Hamzat versus Leon Rocky Edwards. Yeah, Yeah, that's a dog fight, man. That's a dog fight. Hamzat's getting Hamzat's getting his first loss. I was going to say, I take my hat off for uh, for Edwards to take that fight, man, because nobody at 170 wants to fight Hamza. And in He's going to get 10. some serious cash. Oh, 100%. 100%. And if you beat a, a huge rising star like Hamza, automatic you title shot. You've got to be next. Yeah, you have it's, to be next. You can't, there's no more denying. Because this is the main, he probably, he, this Hamza has some of the, like, he has the most hype maybe ever from any. Compared to any UFC fighter that's ever been fought. 100%. And the thing is, it's kind of weird. It's like, if you want Hamza to fight a top 10 guy, then why'd you take Leon Edwards out of the rankings? 
Like that what? doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense because it's out of Leon's control. He was literally right. set to fight Tyron Woodley. Woodley was scared yeah. that he couldn't get back to the his home if he left for the US right. if he came to the US. So I mean like it's not his fault. Yeah. So, so I think you I think Leon is definitely the number 4 ranked guy in the welterweight division. I don't know why they moved him out. He was third. Right. Oh yeah, he was third. If you flip this on its head though, I don't think I think this is the best opportunity for Hamza stylistically. Um, I think a lot of those other guys are tough, tough matchups for him in the top 10. Um, Rocky's got, um, again, Rocky's got one of the fastest uh, TKOs in the history of the promotion. He's dangerous. He's really good at, uh, at wrestling stuffing. I don't think that um, works really good. Yeah. What he is when Leon rock, when Leon Edwards fought Gunnar Nelson, Gunnar Nelson, is one of the better grapplers like in the welterweight division, and he completely stifled him. Stifle him. Stifle him. So I don't think it's gonna be. I think Hamzat's gonna have to rely on his hands. Yeah, he's gonna. Because to- you're not gonna maul Leon Edwards. Like that's not no. gonna happen. No, you're not going to just run at him from across the cage and hold him down on the fence. But the thing is, is, is. I'm not totally ruling out Hamzat's hands. I mean, he dude. He oh yeah, he absolutely beating on that dude. So and yeah. dropped that cold. So he was terrified. Gerald Mershart was absolutely terrified to be in the. He's like a deer in headlights, bro. He's like a total deer in headlights. He was just circling like, oh god, oh god, and then pop. Yeah, <laughs> dropped. Man, that's quite the way to cap off 2020, though, man. I'm pumped for that. That is absolutely. Did they fight Island or what did it say? Oh no, they're coming. They're coming back home. Um, Anderson, uh, is it Uriah Hall and Silva? Yeah, and that's Silva's last fight, I guess. And that's Halloween. Oh, okay. okay. So they'll be back in America for that one. So I bet they fight in the Apex. Yo, yeah. It'll, probably, it'll be like a fight night or something like that. Mm-hmm. It will be for sure, dude. And you know Leon Edwards versus Hamza Chamaev is a big fight when it interrupts us talking about Habib and Gaethje. Hell yeah, exactly. <laughs> like That's just to show like the, the rising star power of this guy and a top 10 guy like Leon Edwards. Like. Mm-hmm. So... We should, let's get back to Gaethje and Habib, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I kind of want to talk about like Conor McGregor and stuff too. For sure. For sure. Okay. So you were kind of in the middle of your thought oh, process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't even get no, to I'll, just, I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up real quick. Just for kind of where my head's at right now. The, the way we've seen guys um, put up any kind of a chance against Khabib is if they keep it standing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not saying Khabib is, you know, he's, an amateur striker i'm just saying he's definitely a specialty fighter you know what i mean there's certain fighters that are just specialty you know what i mean like the whole top five welterweight division basically colby like kamaru Um, if geishi because geishi is an all-american okay he grew up wrestling uh you have to go back and watch his world series of fighting fights if you really actually want to see him in you know, stuff takedowns or, or kind of study his wrestling a little bit because mm-hmm. he does not wrestle in the UFC. No, I, mean, this yeah, I don't think he's been tested, right? Yeah. Nobody's tried to take him down um, that I can think of off the top of my head. And he hasn't shot any takedowns. But if you go back and watch those clips, like he's tough to take down. He's definitely tough to take down and he's tough to stop. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if he can, if I definitely see Justin stuffing a couple takedowns for sure. I definitely see him stuffing a couple takedowns in the early rounds. I think where it gets interesting is, is can he stop Khabib 
in rounds four or rounds five. You know what I mean? Like, can he stop a hundred takedown attempts? Because you know Khabib's not gonna. He's gonna shoot, shoot, shoot over and over again. He's got Justin's got serious power, but. I'm going to have to rock with Khabib, bro. I'm just going to have to rock with I just with feel like we've seen this so many times. We've seen this story play out. You've so seen times. these guys that are like, I have the answers. Right. Connor, literally everybody. Um, Who else? Like Dustin. I mean, Al got thrown to the freaking wolves. And Al arguably may have on had the best performance versus notice, Khabib. Exactly. On 24 hours notice, probably put the best fight up against Khabib. Let's talk about the one round Khabib's ever lost. Round three on the scorecards. On the scorecards, round three of Khabib McGregor, Timo, yeah. run it back. Okay, yeah. Uh, Connor doing his like patent slip out and just drop, you know, drop that left jab on him, mm-hmm. and he lost the round at least on the scorecards. If Khabib resigns, like, because you if you notice, like, in these last couple fights, Khabib kind of has this like this ego, you can tell he definitely doesn't want to be like known as the you mm-hmm. know the wrestling champion so he definitely will i think if he stands uh at all with justin it will not be in his favor you know what i mean justin is scary man that right. ferguson fight has really like it has changed a lot about the way i think about justin man he's a dog dude, his so. his like lead left jab or whatever i mean left hook yeah he throws it like i don't know it's some people's power shots for sure. And it's not yeah. even his dominant hand. Yeah. Or whatever. And also when he when he throws overhands, his whole head goes down, but you know he's just winding power into his yeah. right. You know what I mean? Isn't he he is orthodox, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, dude, like I I might have to I just I I don't know, man. I just think I also believe that what makes Habib so special is because his wrestling is so dominant, that's always in the back of strikers' minds. Right. We saw he got caught. Connor got caught by Habib. And obviously, Connor's a way better striker than Habib is. 100%. But I think that that always kind of is in the back of people's heads, and that could mess with you psychologically. But I just really think Gaethje... As you're focusing on the takedown, Mm -hmm. you're never expecting Habib to just swing. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're like getting ready to like stuff all the time, or you're watching out for like the the takedown. I mean, that's how Connor Connor got caught with that big uh, right. right hand. Exactly. Connor recovered well and stuff, but still. Yeah, I mean, I think it was still scored as a knockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely recovered quick and threw that knee up against the cage. It was actually hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He tried to recover with the knee, yeah. and he completely missed. Just a hail mary knee. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go with Habib. I am too. I will say this though, and I want you to remember that I that I said this tomorrow. Okay, I'll write it down. Justin does win. I'm not going to be be blown away that Khabib's 28 and 0 streak is over. But if Justin somehow just connected or or you know hurt Khabib and it was a bad stoppage, whatever you want to say, I won't be like surprised. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it, that's it's such a good matchup that you just. Don't you can't say for a hundred percent certainty. Like when Khabib fought Poirier, and I like Poirier, by the way. I do like I'd love dude, him and Hooker. That was, yeah, that was, was insane. a great fight. Great fight. Um, but I knew he was gonna lose to Khabib. Like I didn't I knew for a hundred percent. Oh dude, it wasn't even a question. You when you barely yeah. scrape by Max. Right. No, yeah. 100%. And then you have to fight Habib, it's like nah. Yeah. But with Justin, like I can't say. 
I can't say for hundred percent. I can't, I can't totally say Khabib is going to maul Justin. If, if it does happen, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm expecting it, but if Justin is able to touch Khabib, even a little, we've never seen Khabib just get a, like a power shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The hardest he ever got hit was by a, by Michael Johnson and Connor. And he seemed to respond pretty well to it, but Justin is on a whole nother level. Like when you knock out Edson Barbosa moving backwards like that, or when you knock out James Vick on his forehead, like the dude is scary, man. So I don't know. I, it's a great fight, bro. I'm setting my alarm. I'm waking up early. Oh it's yeah. hundred percent. Are you gonna, how, how do you think Justin's going to do in the latter rounds? Even if That's he ends awesome. up getting, cause like, I know you, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but he looked so good against Ferguson. He did. He did. And the thing was, is he wasn't going anywhere. Like he wasn't going anywhere. You, I watched the, uh, I watched him on the stool. Like he really wasn't fading. I just didn't see like a fade. Right. Like, he, he looked so excited to be there for the fences. So I don't know. Cause I don't think you can write him off in the fourth to fifth round. If yeah. they go to that, he still has got a shot. Cause he, ha- he showed he had power throughout that entire Tony fight. Whole thing. until then. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Habib, but like you said, if Gaethje manages to, give, <laughs> if, yeah. if Gaethje manages to give Habib his first, if he takes his O, I won't be surprised. No, me neither, bro. Totally me neither. <laughs> but I just can't write off Habib, especially his dad passing away. Yeah, he's got There's, something. He's got something to, to prove out there. You know what I mean? He's got something some uh motivation you know what i mean yeah for sure it's gonna be crazy too because apparently his dad kind of was the main dude to give him his game plans right he 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 obviously took stuff from his coach javier mendez well so javier mendez and aka is in my it's like right next to my hometown of uh Mm -hmm. san jose oh nice actually dc is like the wrestling coach right like rival high school or whatever Um, oh no way yeah he's the gilroy mustangs oh uh, that's sick and i've been to ak like a few times actually uh, was anybody there no there was just like it was just like training but you can see like all the posters like right. they have like uh they have like giant posters of like luke kane mm-hmm. uh, dc uh josh thompson could be you know what i mean it was it was super cool but uh so anyway mendez said that the biggest threat to, he still thinks that the biggest threat that could be better face was Connor, right? It but is. He won't be surprised or whatever if Justin, if Justin goes crazy. Uh, did you I watch think, that press conference yesterday? I did. I yeah. did watch that. Yeah, yeah. I do, I also think that his dad was the one who really install, instilled mm-hmm. that kind of like take down, pin against the fence, sweep the legs, and uh, and just like ground and pound. I think he did like instill that kind of game plan. But Javier, like, is not gonna make Khabib go out there and box. If you remember the uh Right. If you remember the corner fight, he was like he was like telling him in the corner, he's like, dude, don't stand with this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're a dummy if you do. Mm-hmm. And like the I feel like that's actually better in, in Habib's favor because a lot of the times you see coaches like make critical errors like that. You remember uh what was Rhonda's coach? Uh Rhonda's coach's name. Fuck, was he's Edmund Shabazian's coach now too. Shoot, His bro. name was like Edmund Tervardian or something, Tervarian or whatever. I have no he idea, but I know. Fight. I think I know who you're talking about though. Yeah, he was the one who told 
uh, Rhonda that she could outbox Holly, who was a, a professional boxer. Great idea. And just destroyed her. And he's also the guy that told Rhonda he could stand with Amanda. So, you know what I mean? It definitely comes down to coaching. And, and I think uh, AKA and those guys over there, th- those are great. That's a great, great uh, camp over mm-hmm. there. So, Dude, I, I just think if whoever wins this fight, I, Habib, okay, does Habib go... If Habib wins this fight, does he go GSP? GSP, 100%. GSP. I want that Connor rematch so bad. I do too, but I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Just watching a lot of like what I don't think Habib's going to fight Connor again. Like, and I, and I know maybe like there's the argument of like, oh, well, you know, Khabib has the most notoriety and money because of that, you know, Connor fight. The thing is, is Khabib's really like a guy of like, of like principle, you know what I mean? He doesn't you know, care he about the fame. He doesn't care about that stuff. And the other thing is, is like, I don't think Khabib is going to want his name tied to Connor's name, like for the rest of his legacy. Like if you think about it like this, do you see Khabib on first take or Khabib on any of those like ESPN, like promos when they were going around promoting the fight? For this, uh, this upcoming fight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen some. Anytime they ask him about Connor, he's just, yeah, gets he triggered. shuts it off. <laughs> he likes so honestly i started to kind of rule out i think what will end up happening is and this is my personal prediction because it was his dad who really wanted him to fight uh gsp Mm -hmm. i think he beats justin i think he calls out gsp gsp is not getting down to 155 he'll probably fight gsp like 170 or something um and then he'll retire and then that's probably the only time we will see Connor fight. Connor will probably fight a guy like Geishi or Tony for a vacant 155 title. That's just my prediction. Mm-hmm. Dude, if Habib's not 155er, Connor's going to rule that division. Yeah, 100%. Connor gets by Geishi. Connor's brutally KO'd the two guys that have brutally KO'd Geishi. So it's like just the, MMA math. The, <laughs> you know the, I mean? Yeah, the MMA math. You want to go with it, but I mean, it doesn't always check out. Yeah, anything can happen. So, Dustin Poirier, but Dustin's completely different fighter at 155. He's a little welterweight at 155. He's a great, he's a great fighter, man. He's a great. If Connor fights him January, whatever 23rd, I think they're targeting January 23rd. Yeah, Connor. I think Connor gets by him, but I don't know if if how I don't think it's going to be. Easy. As easy as it was. Yeah, me neither. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, man. Let's cap let's cap this off with some some the notorious talk right now, okay? Because yeah. this is what I've been really waiting for. For sure. Dude, literally no one around here really I mean, they watch MMA and stuff, but they don't know anything. So it's like so sick to have somebody yeah, that you can actually talk MMA man, with. Trust me, man. Me and like our boys out here are like the only ones that really watch UFC. So we just like have all of our buddies over for the pay-per-views and just like watch like everything from like the prelims to the main. Um, and I really appreciate you like having me on, bro. I love to just chop it up. About no, it's something. awesome, dude. Yeah. If you want to come on, like whenever I'm so down. Cause, for sure. I, cause like, my other <laughs> yeah, guy, we'll have to do like a card breakdown every huh? time. Okay. Yeah. For we'll sure. have to like break down every card or something. Yeah. That'd be sick. Cause like my other buddy that does it, he is a big NBA guy. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. I'm here, I'm basically just talking to him and like spitting basically what I think. And it's always yeah. nice to have someone else that's like, oh yeah, maybe dude, has a different it. opinion on things too. I love it, bro. Just let me know. Keep me like posted. Let me know. Because this one, I was so upset. I don't know why it got to me so much. And I know, like you said, don't ever talk to the people in the comment section or whatever. <laughs> but when this, someone was like talking about how Robert 
doesn't get he's like making fun of me saying that i don't know anything if since robert he since i said robert gets hit a lot you know right i was like yes he does he takes so much damage in fights he got knocked out twice against izzy just look at the stats like all you have to do is just look at the stats like exactly dude like whitaker takes too much damage he's taken more damage in his last three fights in a row than he has uh in his entire career after and he got finished by wonder boy at 170 so yeah, it's yeah, so interesting. You don't, a tough one. Definitely don't go uh, comment diving, bro. I've done that so many times, like where I just scroll and scroll and scroll. Uh, mm-hmm. the, I went the the Hamzat video that we dropped when Hamzat knocked out Merchant or Meacher, Me- Merchart. Merchart, yeah. Um, people are just diehard Hamzat fans. <laughs> people are also diehard Khabib fans. So it's kind of weird. Like you'd think that they're like the same, you know, same mm-hmm. fans, but like, um, it's just crazy to like argue with these diehard because a lot of our people who comment are like international you know what i mean fans mm-hmm. so all over the globe so of course they're gonna like back their guy you know right for uh, sure that's kind of how i am with the niners if anybody talks crap about the niners <laughs> i just block you out of my life for sure are you a giants fan what's up are you a giants or A's? Oh, yeah, dude. i went to like all the parades when uh, oh that is i'm so jealous dude i wish yeah. i lived in the bay area because I'm kind of I'm an outcast here. Everybody's like a sea. Where do you live up at, bro? I am in Albany, which is about 15 minutes from Corvallis. So, oh, okay. And okay. I go to OSU. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick, man. Yeah, it's is the wet. You go to GCU? Are you there right now? Obviously, yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm going back for like Thanksgiving and stuff, but I'm I'm out here in Arizona right now. Is there any like special stuff like protocols, or is it basically normal? um it's not as bad as like california mm-hmm. um i'm not sure what it's like up in oregon uh but like school wise like your university oh like, are you yeah, guys just man. going to it's classes weird. it's weird dude it's like an episode of the twilight zone like still like to this day like we go in we got to wash down our tables and like lecture hall sanitize everything can't like you have to have like a health pass like fill out this questionnaire on your mm-hmm. phone every time you get to school it's weird dude really weird. yeah dang that sounds annoying Dude, it's a trip, man. It's a total trip. Yeah. So if Connor beats Poirier and everything's back to normal again, you don't think that there is a possibility that like he ends up fighting Habib? Um, I, think- I just see, I just don't think, because one of my biggest arguments is Connor wasn't there 100%. There was too much anger and I don't think he was... 100% there mentally because John Kavanaugh said it. He's like, Connor showed up to train when he wanted to. And he and still did so well. $150 million purse fighting uh, Floyd, Floyd. You know what I mean? So I definitely, I can totally agree with that. I can see, like, I can see what you mean. The other part of it is they're the worst matchups for each other. You know what I mean? Like, you have a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. How you have a, you know, an elite level wrestler. And you also have an elite level uh, kickboxer, boxer, striker. Mm-hmm. Um, they're literally yin and yang. Like everything about them, my personality, everything is just literally yin and yang, which is why I think it makes that that mm-hmm. rivalry so good. Yeah. But, uh, personally, I just don't think I don't. DC is super close with uh, Khabib, and even DC said he's like, such a class act, dude. I love DC, man. I, t- yeah. I love DC, bro. I hope. I think he. I think he will work for the business long after Dana 
and Joe and all those mm-hmm. guys are gone. Like DC will probably be like the guy. Um, yeah. Is man, your main, awesome. is your main goal to kind of work for the UFC or be a journalist? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Um, right now what I'm, what I'm actually kind of working on is I'm working, uh, like for the state farm stadium where the Cardinals play. Mm-hmm. I worked for the coyotes, uh, the NHL team out here. I'm trying to get as much venue experience as I can. So I can jump over to like MGM, T-Mobile, all those places like uh, that, you know, is like the capital for UFC and just MMA promotions. And then I want to just finesse my way in there and see what I can do. Bro, if you became a, Las Vegas is the place to be if you want to be a journalist because MMA fighters are literally so accessible and you also have the Raiders there to top it off. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a great point. I totally yeah. forgot about that. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I think we pretty much covered everything. Bro, I'd love to uh, chop it up with you for that, for Silva's retirement fight against Uriah Hall. Big yeah. fan of Uriah Hall. Big fan of both guys. Um, Uriah Hall is an all, like, he's a legend forever. He's a legend, dude. He's a legend. He's he's an ultimate fighter legend. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I'm saying. That yeah. head kick, that spinning back kick or whatever. It will, is oh, like, dude, I still run that back, like, sometimes and just watch it. It was so brutal, but... Uh, yeah. Do you think that... Yeah, do you definitely let me know about that, and we can we can definitely chop that up in... Uh, for sure. Good luck. Good luck uh, this weekend, man. Yeah, I know. I, I Hopefully our picks actually come... I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to look... Because, wait, let's run through one more time. So, we basically agreed on everything. So, Habib, Jared, yeah. Alexander, and then Philip, Laura Murphy, and Eon... Yeah, I'm not gonna be surprised though if if we're wrong about a few of these. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna. Dude, there are a lot. A lot of them are toss up. I mean, I could definitely see Magomed winning because he obviously was landing the cleaner shots in their first fight. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, well, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course, bro. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I really and appreciate it. And uh, also, good luck on Sunday, bro. It already looks like you're starting a couple boom players going off. So No, yeah, uh, hopefully Brandon right. Cooks works for me. But, and yeah, yeah, giving me Antonio Gibson was massive. Thank you so Dude, much. He's, he's actually re- so reliable, bro. Like, yeah. he, he's a guaranteed. He's getting a lot of those carries and a lot of those snaps. Yeah. So and J.D. Awesome. McKissick looks good, too, but I think Antonio is the guy. I think so, too. I totally. I, I think you made the right call on that, for sure. Well, you're the one that offered it to me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I was like whatever no one else wanted to give me deandre swift so i was like fine i'll take that bro, i want jonathan taylor so bad bro we're you know gonna have to talk about that next you know who's week. got him this guy i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude we gotta talk about that i don't uh, i don't know dude john can i i want to have a week with him to see what happens oh yeah because he's on a buy i think right right and also raheem I need him if Raheem can't manage to stay healthy. Oh, and also, okay. if Jarek McKinnon starts splitting snaps with Jamichael Hasty, because apparently they're yeah. pretty high on Jamichael Hasty. I heard about that. I don't know what could happen because I love Jarek McKinnon, but he doesn't have like that top end speed like Jamichael does. For sure. And For that's sure. what Kyle likes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, do your thing. Um, but yeah, good luck this weekend, bro. And yeah. uh, definitely, hit, I'll hit you up tomorrow after the fights, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. For sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. This is great. Of course, bro. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Peace out, bro.